0: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Welcome to an all-new episode of GVN Review. This week, we will be breaking down all-new episode of The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 2 titled chapter 10 um still weird that they were labeling it like that instead of you know making a little bit more sense with the names of their uh episodes but hey who are we to question anything that John Favreau or Dave Filoni decide to do yeah. um, <laughs> but I'm your host Juwan join with me as always Tia what's going on Tia?
2: um a roller coaster honestly joan we finally have an outcome to the uh presidency and now uh jeopardy host alex trebek has passed away so kind of a bit of a roller coaster honestly i was happy one minute and then very sad the next minute so i wanted to say really quick uh rest in peace alex trebek i don't know about you juan but i grew up on jeopardy watching it practically every single night at home with my parents um anytime i'm over my grandparents and it's around seven o'clock we put on jeopardy so i just wanted to say you know rest in peace to like probably one of the best uh tv hosts ever
1: yeah no i don't I, i i've nothing to add to that you hit it right on the nail I personally never seen an episode of Jeopardy
2: oh my god
1: (laughs) yeah I grew up in a household that was um Price is Right Uh, oh okay
2: that's a good one too still a good one
1: (laughs) yeah so I grew up on Bob Barker um I think the closest thing to anything remotely close to Jeopardy that I think I've watched in my lifetime is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire
2: um, well, i used to love that show and try and like picture in my head how it would be for me and i'm like yeah i'd probably get out like the first round if not if if i made it past the first round i'd probably get out the second question and be like yeah no i'm sorry
1: yeah, not so <laughs> i always thought about that show like i was thinking about that show maybe like a year ago and i was <laughs> saying that if i made it on there what would make me lose is it would ask me something that i would go i think i know someone who knows this and then i'd phone joel and then he wouldn't answer and then <laughs> i I'd always forced, think of- yeah i'd be forced to answer it myself and then here's my biggest issue i get it wrong right cuz it'd be like okay i didn't know it i got it wrong whatever lost go home and then joel finally calls me and he's like would you want and then i ask him and then he has the answer like that's my <laughs> biggest fear Is that he knew the answer, but didn't answer the phone. And then I lost like $60,000 that I could have like split with him or whatever. So like, that's my biggest fear. When I think about who wants to be a millionaire.
2: I always think about that. I've, it's been a really long time, obviously, since it's been on the air. So I can't remember if there was ever a time where they were phoning a friend. The friend just didn't pick up. But I know there's a few times when they phone the friend and the friend's like, oh, I don't know. Meanwhile, I think this was like, I think this was before Google was a thing. Because then the friend could just like have Googled like, hang on one second. Let me look while I'm on the phone with you. What's the question again? Yeah, um, I wonder
1: i wonder if that's cheating i wonder if like if they said it obviously if they did it and you didn't know there's nothing you can do but i wonder Mm -hmm. if they're like blatant like hold on one second johnny let me google this real quick like (laughs) what what would the host do the host just go okay
2: (laughs) yeah did you ever watch and i know this is so like out you know it has nothing to do with the podcast but did you ever watch um the weakest link that one was one of my favorites just because like the hosts were so shady when you lost you are the weakest Like goodbye
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was definitely heartbreaking um but yeah i wasn't i wasn't much of a a, a game show kid um i told you i was on a game show before um but
2: oh my god that's right i remember you saying that that's so funny and you not being really a big game show person i mean
1: no, i hated everything about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> i want to say like i'm not a huge game show person like i don't really like wheel of fortune i don't watch you know the price is right or anything it's just for some reason with like jeopardy i liked all the questions and i felt maybe i walked away sometimes with like knowing a little bit more or and there were some nights seriously i was like on it I was, like, so good at the, you know, especially if it was, like, in music or pop culture. I'm like, maybe I could be on Jeopardy one day. But then they'd have, like, here's geometry or something like that as the category. It's like, yeah, no, no. Yeah, that'd be all.
1: my weakest link. That'd be how I lost. But, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't too fond of my experience doing um <laughs> doing a game show. So I think that kind of just carried on with me with the idea of just it traumatized you <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't like it being slimed on on live TV is was not fun for me um, which sounds crazy because it's literally every kid's dream it's like oh slimed yes meanwhile I'm sitting there like no no don't don't slime me um, <laughs> but um,
2: one, day, one day you have to find the footage for that I would love to see that
1: it's funny because I I don't even know like who to contact to find. I feel like I'd have to be somewhat famous to be able to get with someone that can get that kind of footage. Um, but it's it's funny you say that because like I've shown you the photos before, but yeah, um, I'm so miserable in those photos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: um, but no, absolutely. Rest in peace to not one of I'd say the greatest um, game show hosts or just host period um of, of all time um you'll definitely be missed i definitely think the show should um should take a few years off uh, it should have the black panther treatment um don't have any conversations of rebooting it replacing just kind of let it ride for a little bit and kind of let people you know yeah i it. think i think
2: the-, the network said that um there's no plans just yet to replace him because it- like, I had looked, and there was a host before Alex Trebek, but for, like, two years back in the 70s. So, he's really carried it for a very long time. You know?
1: <laughs> was the 70s? Like, come on.
2: Come <laughs> the on. 70s? That's so long ago. It such a-
1: it's so funny, because if you think about it, if you think about our time, right? Mm-hmm. In the 90s, a golden era. The 80s, a golden era. The 60s, a golden era. The 70s is, like, one of the more forgotten eras of, of or, or, or you know, decades, like, of all time. Like, no one talks about the 70s ever.
2: Because have you ever seen, like, a movie really from the 70s? It's, like, so bad. Or, say, decor was terrible, clothing was terrible, food was terrible. The 70s were just not a happening time.
1: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I mean, you'd have someone talk about the 50s before they talked about the 70s. Um. So yeah, definitely not a time, a time that people really cared that much about. Um. So that that's actually really funny that we're saying that. Um.
2: Because I think you're right. I'm sorry. I know this is like so like off the rails right now. It's just funny now. It's like yeah, you know what? The '70s did suck. We weren't even alive. I bet you there's like one person listening who's like the '70s were great. They were my peak error all right the best decade and it's like well i'm sorry for you <laughs>
1: yeah i i question a lot of that person's um decision making if uh the 70s was their golden era like it it's, <laughs> who, dude, cared about the 70s um, um yeah.
2: <laughs> although wasn't yeah. this is now in the theme of the podcast um star wars came out right in the 70s did it you would know you're the bigger star wars fan than i am
1: when movies came out is is not um a testament to my knowledge of star wars but i'm googling it
2: what what was the for episode six this these are important these uh these ones okay
1: let me see uh yep 77
2: there you go. So you know what? It's the one thing that the seventies contributed to the world, Star Wars. Yeah, but
1: my dad always tells me that <clears throat> when it came out, it wasn't even um it wasn't even that popular. Like it took word of mouth to kind of get that movie off the off the ground.
2: I mean, I'm sure that's the case, because if you think about like Star Trek, the original series was in the 60s. And, you know, we think of Star Trek as such this like big, huge thing. But the original Star Trek was only on for three seasons because the ratings were so low. Um, So if you had like that's a space themed, you know, show and it didn't do well. And then you have this like space space themed movie coming out. I can imagine that it probably wouldn't have done well at the moment,
1: yeah, so i'm I'm not giving the seventies stars purely <laughs> because came out in seventy seven took word of mouth um, I'd say the the two that came after that first one um, I'd attribute more to and guess when they came out eighties. They- So there you go, the beautiful '80s. There you go, the '80s. But um, getting, I'm glad to See, that's how great Tia is. That's why she is best host, the best interviewer, everything. See how you tied that back into Star Wars?
2: Yeah, there you Um, go, the (laughs)
1: Mandalorian. Um, AJ might be joining us in a second. I just want AJ to join so he can explain to us Tia why he hates um Baby Yoda.
2: Um, Oh my god, I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm like going off on a tangent tonight. It's just one of those things, not a tangent, but like all over the place. I can't believe he hates Baby Yoda. I was just talking about Baby Yoda to Kelly before this because not that you guys would know, but there's a makeup brand called ColourPop and they just did a like collab obviously with the mandalorian disney whatever because they have an eyeshadow palette that's literally baby yoda themed like baby yoda's on the front of it all the colors are like you know green and everything baby yoda themed blah 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 and i think most of us bought the palette because yes i bought the palette because we thought that it was coming with a baby yoda figurine it's not it's really sad but at least the (laughs) <laughs> Front of the palette has Baby Yoda on it. I can't believe AJ hates Baby Yoda. <laughs>
1: so, uh, so pretty much what you're telling me is I need to go out and buy makeup. So Yeah, I think you'd
2: look really great with it, you know? Like, put some pop on those eyelids and everything. Let's do it. <laughs> All right,
1: now, when I scare men, women, and children, I just don't want <sighs> to remember it was tia's advice i suggested it's okay
2: i'll take the blame for
1: it. It was on tia trying to get me to look like dennis rodman out here
2: oh my um, god <laughs> i mean listen at some point dennis rodman looked good with all that like stuff on him but i think as he got older it was kind of like mm, you should probably retire that look
1: that's fair but speaking of which we have AJ
2: Baby
1: Yoda hater himself. AJ, what's going on, man?
3: What's up? What's up? First, let me clear things up. I am not a Yoda hater at all. You're a I baby just, Yoda
1: hater, you're right. I was you're
3: just a hater. I was just annoyed. And that was all. I still love Baby Yoda.
2: Bad. Oh, see, Jawan was like talking smack about you before. No, no no, be- no, no, no. He's like hates baby Yoda. He thinks he's the worst thing ever. No, he him. thinks sure. anyone
3: who likes hey, baby Yoda <laughs> You were a parent. You wouldn't be a little bit annoyed with your baby.
2: No. Like if you were like if you were baby Yoda's parent, or if you were a parent just in
1: general. parent in general. Why would you? no, 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 no. no, no. That's different. Children. No, it's not. <laughs> Baby Yoda is different. If my child was Baby Yoda, no, I would never be annoyed.
3: You you would be annoyed. No. <laughs> Three <laughs> days, you will, Three days you will be annoyed. Three days you will be annoyed. Actual
1: children? Yeah, for sure. Real actual
3: children.
2: For sure. Oh, yeah. We know this, Joan. You don't like children.
3: <laughs> he acts
1: just like a child. <laughs>
2: and he is a child. He's Baby Yoda. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. But he's not a physical, actual human being child. So it's it's different. It's different. Have you ever heard Baby Yoda cry, AJ?
3: Yeah, 100%.
1: When did you hear him cry?
3: Uh, in my dreams.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway. That was good. <laughs>
1: Let's get into this breakdown. Let's start off with, I um, told you guys I like to have it planned in the background. Let's start off with, first of all, I liked seeing speeders in Star Wars. I literally feel like we don't see them enough. Um, AJ, me and you watch Clone Wars, the uh, animated series, so we kind of got a lot more speeders than we ever have in the. <laughs> um, I like speeders. I it, he looks weird on one. It looks like he doesn't really fit or it's small. Um, but I love uh, speeders. But we start the episode off with it looks like bounty hunters um, setting a trap for the Mandalorian. Um, and obviously, they're looking to get the baby. There's still a reward, it seems like, for the baby. Um, seeing Baby Yoda roll like that made me, I'm, I almost jumped in the screen and started fist fighting some of these dudes. Like, ah, you don't do that to Baby Yoda. Wait, um, were, were
3: you as mad as when that um Stormtrooper punched him in the face?
2: Oh, uh, that was like, <laughs> no, <treachery>. That
1: was <laughs> That was what I want to do to most children that I see. So I kind of understood his pain. <laughs> this is different. This is like, come on, man. Making a little baby roll like that? What is wrong with you? Um, but we see uh, we see Mando get attacked. Um, and honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. There is nothing cooler than if you even put a scratch on that kid. There is nowhere you can run that I won't find you. And I'm just like, there's not many people that I hear make threats, and I'm just like, I'm shaking a little bit. When Mando made that threat, I was just like, yeah, yeah, he would do it. Uh, Tia, I'll start with you. Walk me through this beginning sequence of the uh, beginning of this episode.
2: I mean, just like you said, seeing Baby Yoda get flung out of that freaking, you know, safety that he was in was just like oh my god like how many times it's like you have to remember that baby yoda while being a baby is like a very powerful like alien and shit like that so he's very durable but it's still kind of like elicits this sort of um maternal slash paternal instinct in you where you're like oh my god protect him but um i like that mando kind of got knocked off his shit if that makes sense because you know we always see mando and he's very like cool calm collected he's got everything together and for him to kind of like for a moment kind of get a little messy there kind of have the rug pulled under him so speed is cool because you know then then he's just gonna come back and just be like even more badass than ever and as soon as Baby Yoda was hurt, it was like, okay, no, now you fucked up here. Um, right. And I, and I like this little scene. I definitely did because nothing is kind of better than seeing um, Mando like you know fight against people.
1: I will say the one thing that I thought was cool when Jon Favreau first announced this show, but now I kind of wish it would change a bit, is kind of how they do baby Yoda because it was I don't know does this I, I'll ask you does it ever look weird to you like all right so like after um you know he made the threat to the one uh the one bounty hunter and he put baby Yoda down to take uh mando's jetpack he um baby Yoda ran to mando which was adorable by the way but when he picked him up, it looked like he was picking up, like, a stick figure. And I'm like, I hate that so much. Like, I want to see him be able to, like, you know, hold Yoda kind of like a baby rather than, like, a stick figure. Like, does that look like a – does that look weird to you, AJ, seeing when he picks him up like that?
3: I didn't even notice that. I really don't understand what you mean by pick him up like a stick figure. So, <laughs> that that's that's weird to me. But – I, I didn't really notice the way he picked him up. I was just watching it the whole way through. So, yeah, it wasn't weird to me.
1: Tia, was it Did it, Do you see what I'm saying, Tia?
2: I don't think I really see what you're saying with that. I'm sorry, Jordan. You oh, might be God, on God. your oh, own here. Oh, my
1: goodness. All right. Well, y'all have to re-watch the episode, and I promise y'all, y'all will see, like, it's just so weird when he went to go pick him up. It's like, that's not – I don't know. It just looks weird. But anyway – um, funniest part of the entire episode, in my opinion, definitely is as the guy runs away with Mando's jetpack. We see Mando hit a few buttons on his control for the guy to kind of fly out of control um, and the jetpack to land right back down to Mando. Funniest part isn't that. It was as Baby Yoda slowly turns his head to look at Mando like, really, dude? And Mando's like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> had to get my jetpack back. Um, I just love the relationship between the two of them. It's it's hilarious. Uh but AJ, how dope was it to see the beginning of this episode?
3: Yeah, I loved it. It had a nice nice mold between action comedy, like you guys were talking about. Seeing the bounty hunters try to outsmart Mando, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but ultimately failed because they're they're actually not good bounty hunters as it is so that's that Um, but to see um, Mando like flustered a little bit and worried because someone took his baby essentially I thought that was a really good moment for him and for us to understand him as a character so I, I really liked it
1: yeah I mean the more I see stuff like this the more I'm convinced there's just no way Mando's gonna be comfortable giving Baby Yoda to whoever he seeks out uh, that he thinks is a better replacement to take care of Yoda than himself. Um, the bond is just too—it's too tight. Um, so obviously, we see the wreckage. We see Mando uh, picking up the rest of uh, the stuff from the uh, the the wreckage of the the speeder can
2: i say really quick that i just thought that there was nothing cuter than baby yoda running to mando um just i think that was such an adorable freaking like moment and everything and i i I am aware that that's probably the moment that you're talking about before but it's just like it's funny because yoda's like such a badass in the sense that he could literally like kill people and he almost like killed gina karana Car- last season but the fact that then he's like no daddy it's <laughs> just like adorable to me
1: yeah no it, it definitely was but that's what i'm saying the idea of them separating is something that at this point i don't think either of them truly want um i think you'll have yoda definitely not not wanting the idea that oh aj okay so you weren't on when we were breaking down obviously the first episode of season two last week so I want to ask you now, AJ, before I um, I, I kick it to you to kind of get us into our next part of the journey of this episode. <clears throat> How many people, AJ, have asked you if Baby Yoda was um, the Yoda we know uh, son?
3: Uh, a couple of
1: times, to be yeah. honest.
3: <laughs> it, it wasn't as much as I thought there would be. I, I knew that those questions were going to come. Once they saw Baby Yoda, so I wasn't as surprised as a lot of other people were. But a lot of there's a lot of like, um, what is it? Um, Theories that it's the reincarnation of Yoda, or like you said, the offspring of Yoda and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I honestly maybe he was just born through the Force. I have no idea. So,
1: but from what I remember, AJ, there's there's like a race of yodas like it's not just yeah isn't
2: there a female yoda that someone pointed out in like one of the the prequels
1: yeah uh, prequels yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
1: there's a there's a race of them so that that's why when someone asked me i'm like unfortunately uh george lucas had this thing about the secrecy of yoda he was not interested in letting us know anything about the the history of yoda throughout the uh the movies uh, the comics he might have lent more information see the
3: thing with that their species is everybody just assumed that they were extinct it was on it was basically only yoda and um yaddle so people actually like thought they were making babies together and i guess that was the reason right but yeah
1: yeah so i I, like I told Tia last week, I don't ever blame anyone for asking me that because it's it's a fair question if you don't know, um, you know. So there's never anything wrong with asking, but I just thought it was funny the amount of people that I saw. Like, I never thought about this, but is Baby Yoda Yoda's Yoda's son? And it's like, no, <laughs> no, no, he's not. No, but, yeah, no, my mom.
3: Sorry, go ahead. Also, um, no one thought about like, was he engineered or? But Because they can actually take the, I guess not really because Yoda vanished. Okay, never mind. You can go on.
2: I was just going to say that um, like, even my mom got confused because everyone mentions like, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, and she's like, I thought, and then I told you earlier, Joanne, that there's like an eyeshadow palette that's Baby Yoda themed, but it's called like, The Child. And my mom was like, oh, why is it called The Child, not Baby Yoda? But I'm like, They keep trying to call it the child, but we in the fandom and the internet call him Baby (laughs) Yoda.
3: Just like everybody in the fandom calls the Mandalorian the Mandalorian, even though his real name is Din. But, oh yeah, no, it's
2: always Mando to me. It's like yeah. always Mando. I even do that in like the reviews. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, he's Mando. <laughs> biggest, it annoys biggest... me. It annoys. Oh, me sorry.
1: <laughs> The biggest reason why um I tell everyone he's not Baby Yoda's son is A, look at how young he is, and B, the timeline wouldn't match up. It's it's around the time First of all, Baby Yoda is is alive and kicking around the time where Yoda has been dead for a while. Um, so I'm like, just wouldn't really add up all that much. Um, this is a while after Yoda had, you know, just very weirdly died on Luke. Um, well, do we
3: know the reincarnation cycle of the? Yeah, reincarnation in Star Wars, like it can. I think it can just happened anytime. So I
1: think I think it could happen anytime. I just don't think that this specifically is the reincarnation. I think this just could be, uh of the yoda race um that got saved maybe, maybe. It, 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 it could i'm not saying it factually i'm just saying it, it could be it could be either or um but i really do think um we'll get our answers we'll, we'll definitely get our answers i think it's hard to go either way because when it comes to yoda there's just so little information um that they give us uh, about yoda so it's like who knows it, it, maybe it is his son that's the
3: best part about it too so everybody's want to keep talking about it
1: <laughs> yeah and if i'm john favreau i'll probably never let you know fully to like maybe like the last season like the last episode of the last season um because it's just one of those fun things to just not know i mean watching all those star wars movies and not knowing what the hell a yoda was was so much fun and then you read the books and you're like oh okay I, I know a little bit now but the movies give you no inclination on what the hell a Yoda is. Okay, um, what do
3: you what do, what do you think if they don't tell you at all who this um why he was born or reincarnated mm-hmm. in the show? But once they come out with like future movies and they a- actually go into that a lot more in the movies, would you like that or would you like it just to stay in the series?
1: I'm I'm fine either way. Uh, I I'm fine either way. I'm even fine not ever knowing what the hell Baby Yoda is. Um, it's just one of those things to me to where it's just like, you don't look at gift horse in the mouth. You know you know what I compare it to AJ when James Gunn came out with the BS and was like, oh Baby Groot isn't like a whole new Groot. I mean a Baby Groot isn't the same Groot that died. It's a whole nother Groot, and I'm like.
2: That killed me. I was like, "Wait, we all thought that like he got reincarnated, and now it's like we have to come to the realization that the one, in the first movie is dead." I don't like that.
1: Yeah, it just it. It's fair, just he did stupid. die though. Yeah,
3: yeah but it, 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 when it, a when it, a plant it, dies, it can it can be reborn if you take care of it a lot more. So yeah, I it, it makes reborn, sense. Reborn,
1: reborn isn't a whole nother like plant. It, it's the same plant, just reborn. So it's like in in the comics. To me, the biggest, the two biggest things James Gunn avoided that I loved in the comics was the idea of Groot being in a flower pot, and he could, you know, he's always small but can grow really big, and the idea that he never handled, uh, I damn, forgot his name. Um, Jesus, what was Chris Pratt's character's name? Star Lord. Star Lord. He never handled Star Lord's uh, weapons correctly. Like his weapons were elemental guns. Um, and instead they made them like these little taser things. So those are the two elements of James guns. Little
3: pew pew guns. Yeah, I'm like,
1: <laughs> I'm like, what do they even do? Like, I saw shoot somebody once and they just were knocked out for a second. I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> why isn't this just an elemental gun like it's supposed to be? Like, it's so stupid. But anyway, um <clears throat> we see in the episode Mando making it back to, um well, he's on Coruscant, but making it back to Uh, The lady that I think she's like an engineer uh, of some sorts, Um, you know, he's he's asking her for help. She kind of lets him know where to go. Um, Well, he kind of lets him know that there's someone there that knows where he can find a Mandalorian, Um, which is really his search for a Mandalorian is really starting to get annoying. If he doesn't find a Mandalorian by the next episode, I'm going to really start to lose my patience. Cause it's one of those things where it's just like he, keep, you know, what it reminds me of guys. You guys remember on The Walking Dead how they started off together, then they they uh, somewhat separated. Then it was like, all right, they just got back together. Then they separated. And then they
2: and then they wanted to split right at the church they where they're like, oh, let's go split. Mm-hmm. It is
1: like I hate you guys. Just stay together for like five episodes, and then you can split back up.
2: I have a feeling that it's gonna be like Mando looking for another like Mandalorian for the whole season. <laughs> it's gonna be the last episode. He's like, here's the true Mandalorian.
1: <laughs> here's the true Mandalorian, and he looks up and he looks in the mirror and it's himself and he's like, God damn it, you've
2: been searching for yourself the whole season. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, he he'd be like, Yo, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep. That's deep. But, I mean listen, John Favreau. Walking into this, knew that he was getting a third season. So he's like, "Shit, I could leave things open ended. I'm getting my third season."
1: Don't do it, John. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> do
2: um,
1: but obviously, we see him um, linking up with. It looks like a frog creature. Um, <clears throat> a, a frog creature who has her her eggs in like this this uh, backpack tube. Um, and apparently the deal is if Mando takes her to meet up with her husband, her husband can give Mando the information about where the other Mandalorian is. Um, So we obviously see them join forces together to head off to the planet uh, to reunite her with her husband. I will say there is nothing funnier than watching Baby Yoda eat her eggs and feel no remorse about it. Um, That, I thought, was hilarious.
3: He Um, is a devil. He is a devil incarnated. He has 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 no issues killing
2: I yeah, no way she was killed. I like couldn't believe it. I was like, "Oh my god, he's eating her fucking eggs!" But I will tell you that I wish the show—it was like—I wish they had done more. Like, I know it sounds bad, but it's like, what if he just eat, ate all of the eggs? like that's the problem he eats all the eggs that now mando has like the frog lady's husband like seeking revenge or some bullshit like that like i was like all i was like all or nothing bro like don't have it where he eats a few and she still has like some and she's not even really that like mortified like no no, no. have it like he eats all of it and it's like that like Baby Yoda's appetite is the thing that almost gets Mando's killed. <laughs>
1: well, the funniest thing about him eating her eggs is that by the end of the episode, she hasn't even noticed that most of them are gone. He had eaten yeah, four.
2: Like how many were terrible in? Mother. Terrible mother. Ma- terrible mother. Yes, yes. Because like, how many does she have in her fucking backpack that Baby Yoda ate? As you said, at least four or five, and she's like, "Oh no, I barely even noticed." There's only two floating in here, but it's totally
3: fine. I, I think she knew that's why she had held it even tighter when well, you know, uh, when yeah. the child actually looked at the tank i'm just saying
2: i mean she definitely knew but maybe it's like one of those things like with frogs and amphibians they have like millions of eggs cuz they only know like three are going to survive so she's like it's okay it's the hazard
1: <laughs> <laughs> you picture when the kids get older and it's like what happened to my brothers and sisters anyway? <laughs> this little creature who decided he wanted to eat them. So, wait, it wasn't even just, like, they died off? No, they were eating,
2: you know. I mean, if anything, in fairness, like, you know, they were at least nutrition to keep Baby Yoda going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, and we need Baby Yoda. We don't need those stupid eggs.
2: Um, I mean, Mando's just clearly not feeding Baby Yoda well enough, so.
1: I mean, Baby Yoda looks so hungry for those eggs. It does beg the question. How often are you feeding him, man? (laughs) Baby Yoda
3: always looks hungry, okay? He really does. (laughs) Season one. Okay, let me eat a frog. Let me eat another frog. Okay, another frog.
1: You know what it is, AJ? And and first of all, fix your tone, AJ. I don't like the way you're talking about baby (laughs) Second of all, he has a high taste, okay? You know what I'm saying? He's very classy. High metabolism. He eats specific things, okay? You know, it's no, not he doesn't. He eats frogs. anything, he <laughs> eats anything clearly. But wait,
2: actually, no, he really likes things frogs, right? You just mentioned AJ, he ate frogs in the first season, and this was a frog lady and her eggs. So to him, he's like, It's okay, I eat frogs, these yes. are just frog lady eggs.
1: Yeah, frog a la carte. That, that's what he likes. What he
2: likes. <laughs> Sushi <laughs> yeah.
1: drizzled in some duck sauce. He likes himself some frog. Okay, he's classy. he is a
2: killer. He is a killer. <laughs>
1: Fine. He's a classy killer. You it's want to
2: the, it, It's the a- It's the Animal Kingdom, AJ. The Animal Kingdom.
1: Yeah. He didn't have any problem with Simba eating off the same zebra that were bowing down to him at the beginning.
2: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> did you really yes, <laughs> were I you kid like wondering that?
1: <laughs> I always I always thought that was crazy. I I remember when I got older, I asked my brother, I'm like, "Wait a minute. Don't lions eat half these these animals that are bowing to him?" And he was like, "Yes." I was like, so, why are they bowing to him? He was like, because they're afraid that he'll eat them if they don't. I was
2: like, this movie not on for nothing now. I mean, listen, it, again, it's the animal kingdom. I watched a freaking documentary, I saw a lion eat another lion. All right, they're cannibals. That's just what happens yeah. in the that fucking. Happened- yes yes i watched the whole documentary they were eating lions they're eating cheetahs they didn't care if it's like hey that's your cousin that's your brother that's your sister nope so that's what i'm saying like it's not that far-fetched for baby yoda to eat you know frog lady eggs
1: i'm just thinking about it i'm just thinking about it now like when lions have their family reunion and it's like how come <laughs> no one's talking to doug doug <laughs> ate aunt carol yesterday so Oh my he God,
2: that will be anymore. bad. You
1: know, he's exiled. Don't don't even look at him. He's not part <laughs> of the family. Anymore. Um, but AJ, walk me through. Obviously, we see them on the ship. We actually see some uh, X wings um, that we haven't seen since I believe the last Star Wars trilogy. Um, I don't think we've seen these kind of uh ships in um the Mandalorian so far. Correct me if I'm wrong, AJ.
3: No, I, yeah, I think you're right. um It was who was in it? Like, I forgot who was in it. Was Dave Filoni and it was someone else. I can't.
1: Yeah, shout out to Dave Filoni. I love him. I don't know uh, who the other guy. It was
3: the guys. it was the guy from that Netflix series with um the person that's going to play uh, uh oh Shang Chi. Uh, oh. any, anyway, yeah, yeah I, I thought that that was cool. Um. The one thing that throughout well throughout the episode, I actually did like them, even though they weren't there as much. But the way they shot, this is something I don't understand. In the movies, everybody's a terrible shot, but in this series right now, everybody is freaking Rambo, freaking John Wick with their shooting.
2: They took <laughs> lessons. They were like, you know what? Remember when our boys like were terrible shots? We gotta like. Amp up the, our training here.
0: Yeah. The
3: Force Awakens fair, and everything else, fair. they were terrible again.
1: To be yeah, fair, well, you
2: know that was a shit trilogy anyway. So you know. To be fair, I hey, do hey, think hey, John I
1: Favreau, I do think John Favreau and Dave Filoni kind of wanted to improve on the the you know the idea of everyone being a horrible shot that isn't a hero. Um, so I think it was kind of just like you know let's balance this. So you know to where. Other people are dangerous too, not just whoever the Sith Lord or the Jedi are. Um, like other people can be dangerous. So, uh, I mean, that, that's what of marksman that Mando is.
3: That's why I really love there. It's more like in the books where you see like the um Imper- imperialists and all of them actually like do smart things in their yeah. actions, and they're doing the same thing in the Mandalorian. I really, I really love that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they should
3: continue that within the next movie franchise.
1: I would agree. There. I would agree. I'd even say find a way to up the stakes. I, I, I want this to be one of the greatest Star Wars projects we have ever seen. Um, and it's already up there. It's it's clearly already up there. Um, but we, we get our first look, uh, Tia, at Baby Yoda opening up the, the canister to eat one of the eggs. And we see Mando like, no, <laughs> don't do that.
2: Mando acted with Baby Yoda how I act when my dog has something mysterious in her mouth. And it's like, stop it! What are you doing? Get that out of there and everything. Like, that was the same exact, like, feeling that I got from that scene.
1: So, we see uh, we see Mando's ship crash on this frozen planet. Um, the ship looks torn to, to all hell. Um you know we see his passenger the frog lady we see that she's okay uh the eggs are okay baby Yoda and everybody is okay um but i i thought it was funny to you the way that he's like no don't do that and then he just picks him up and puts him in like his little his little holder mm-hmm. um, and it's like now stay here and stop it um now where i will give aj a little credence here is it was hilarious how growingly frustrated Mando was becoming every time he turned around Yoda was eating something stop eating stuff what is wrong with you Just take a break take a break for a second um, but Tia walk me through the crash landing and then us seeing um, Mando who's looking to like alright all right, let me fix the ship and then he looks and he's like where the hell did Baby Yoda go now
2: yeah it was um first of all i didn't i really didn't expect his ship to crash out of nowhere because when you first see those what are they called again the shooters
1: aj they're x-wings
2: right wait what the shooters uh yeah the (laughs) x-wings yeah so I mean, as you ju- guys just said, when you typically see the X-Wings in the movies, it's like they're not the like greatest of shots. Um, which I did like that standoff between Mando and the X-Wings when Mando was like, oh, let me check. No, it doesn't seem to be working oh, wait, yes, it is now, you know? So I I thought that was kind of, like, a little bit of a comedic um, reprieve there. But I didn't expect them to shoot him out because I thought they were just going to be terrible shots. And I'm like, you're, you know, Mando. You are, like, a badass. I didn't think that he was going to be, you know, the victim of their shooting. So that was, you know, a nice twist. Um, Not something I expected. He crash lands. He's in this, like, frozen wasteland. I'm like, fuck, this shit looks terrible I mean I there was a hole torn in his ship I think one of the engines was messed up and you I I like the visuals in this show by the way Joanna wanted to say because I liked as he was in this frozen wasteland you could see his armor frosting over um, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, I could imagine that he would be quite cold under all of that metal there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely like the baby Yoda um, constantly wanting to eat things was certainly a comedic part of this, but also one that gets them into a, a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, no, for for sure. And I, I'm with you, I did like that you can kind of see the, the frostbite and everything on, on his armor. Attention to detail is, is really, really, really important. And, and I also love that. Um, but AJ, walk me through. We see, um, <clears throat> he goes, sees Baby Yoda's outside uh, of the ship kind of just staring at these footprints, only for him to notice that his passenger has gone on without him uh, inside the cave to take what looks to be a bath. Uh, um so we see her taking a bath with all her babies in the water uh we see mando put baby yoda down as he's looking at dinner just kind of just getting warmed up for him (laughs) Uh, but walk me through aj as you uh eloquently said in in your twitter posts what baby yoda did here to set up the major conflict uh in this episode
3: Baby Yoda is an ass. He did that shit on purpose. I'm just telling you that right now. He was like, no, hold on. all right. He was like, I'm going to get you for this for not letting me eat these eggs. And <laughs> he said, OK. I, by the way, I really love the design of the spider. There was a, I forgot who was the illustrator for the design of that um spider. But I thought it looked really cool. Um. It kind of remind rem- reminded me of Aliens and Alien, uh, just yeah. that whole franchise. I thought it was really a really good nod to that, and even in like Rebels, there was a spider um, species as well that looked exactly like it, and in Clone Wars. So I thought that was really cool.
1: Um, yeah, I, I will say there was nothing funnier, AJ, than seeing Baby Yoda kind of lean down towards the water to uh, to grab the egg to eat it. And you just see Mando's hand. No, no, <laughs> that, that's enough.
3: That nope, not anymore.
1: Like, stop it. Um, but yes, as you say, uh, I'm watching it now. Like I said, I like to have it on in the background. Um, he walks over to the, the eggs that he sees, he opens it. And it opens, like you said, just like in, in the alien movies. Um, it was very much inspired by alien. Um, but we see baby Yoda open it up, eat the spider that's in it. And then just kind of like drink, like, all the fluid or or eat whatever the gooey stuff is. Um, He ate the actual spider. (laughs) Right. He ate the spider and then everything else that was in that, that, that one egg. Um, But as we see him enjoying himself, we see all the other eggs start to hatch. And then there's nothing funnier than baby Yoda running while screaming and Mando just turning around like, God, what, what now? Like, I just want to find another Mandalorian. Why do you guys make this so difficult for me? Um, so we see Mando kind of lock up the the baby egg container, grab Baby Yoda, um, and t- tell the lady get the hell up out of the water. Like we gotta we gotta go. Um, but Tia, walk me through seeing all these spiders hatch as they um, as Mando kind of looks for them to escape, only for us to see what is possibly some of the biggest damn spiders we've ever seen
2: so i wanted to comment on <clears throat> i don't know if you guys, i don't know if you guys got this but i was like a little like weirded out the fact knowing that like the frog lady was naked in that like hot spring because they clearly made it where it's like oh she's naked like there's things that would be shown if like she stepped out of the water so i don't know it kind of like weirded me out a little i don't know why i, I was a little uncomfortable there but um like you said juan mando definitely has been at his wits end with baby yoda um we say that mando is gonna have a hard time giving baby yoda away i don't know if it was after this episode he may be okay with it because uh baby yoda definitely caused a, a lot more harm than good in this episode um, but he's just hungry again mando isn't eating isn't feeding him correctly so, so he has to go to nasty things. Um, and I, I did... He's find-
3: eating just fine. He's just greedy.
2: <laughs> um, he, I like uh, him running back while like, Daddy! But what was I going to say? So I... This episode was a bad episode for me in the sense that I really hate bugs and I really hate spiders. So... To have a whole entire episode where they are crawling and going, oh, oh my god, no. It was the worst thing ever. I Like, I had the heebie-jeebies, like, nobody's business during this episode. I couldn't wait for it to end. But I will say that, um, and, and I know that's not correct to compare. And obviously Disney Plus has a much bigger Budget for this show, but I thought the spiders looked better in this show than, say, the spider creature looked in The Witcher, which, again, I know isn't a nice comparison because they're two different studios. Uh, You know, Mandalorian clearly has a massive budget, so I'm not shitting on the witcher at all it's just compared to that i was like these look good um they're good looking monster spiders um a lot better than a show that is supposed to be all about its monsters
1: i would say it's not even that tia i I think we've we've seen netflix's track record i I think for a lot of shows um that aren't huge 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 names um i think they're kind of a little. Like hesitant on a huge budget, mm-hmm. so You can kind of see what their return is. But I think the rumor has been, we'll, we'll, uh, they'll get a ma- not a massive, but a way bigger budget for this second season that they're working on. Um,
2: yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. So again, like it wasn't me trying because uh, you know me, I really like The Witcher. Um, it's just if we're say, it was the one thing that went in my head where it's like these look really good, like they could look a lot worse, and you would just even if they look worse you would accept it being like it's you know probably hard to make these gigantic you know uh creatures it is a streaming service even though it's disney like you would understand so they look like so much better than you would have expected them to
1: yeah i will say um at least the witcher did really good on that dragon i was i was shocked yeah
2: yeah the dragon looked great like
1: that's weird. I thought the dragon would look a lot worse, but it looked really good.
2: Well, it, it was just in the first, ep- I don't know if you remember the first episode of The Witcher, that he was, oh, yeah. like, battling, like, a spider monster, and it, it, you know, it just looked like kind of a CGI mess. Yes, I think
3: throughout the um the series in The Witcher, I think they upped the budget little by little. Right. Yeah, it got uh, better. Makes sense, yeah.
1: or, or I won't even say they upped the budget. I think it was, you know, as they were um, plotting out, like, what they were going to spend money on, I think the showrunner just kind of let them know, like, all right, if this is our budget, we want a lot to go. Like, I'll give you a perfect example, AJ. When you watch The Flash, if you ever notice, their um, their scenery are like the same six buildings. Uh-huh. Why? Because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of their budget goes to making it look like he's running fast. You know, when he does different abilities, so your your money is going into special effects. Well, you have a um, budget for all a bunch of different places. God, I'm sorry cool. to.
2: Well, I was going to say, I had heard back with, like, say, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when they had Ghost Rider on. I mean, people really liked Ghost Rider and really wanted him to come back, which is why they originally were going to do a Ghost Rider show with, you know, Gabriel Luna on uh, Hulu. But I think the showrunner had said something like, we'd love to still have Ghost Rider, but making the freaking flaming skull eats up our entire freaking budget.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think with The Witcher, I think that's more so what it was. That's why some things look better than others. All right, we can't put everything into this big spider monster at the beginning of this first episode because we have a dragon to make look good. (laughs) (laughs) So our budget is kind of spaced out here. But I always compare stuff to what CW does with The Flash because it's so apparent that (laughs) it's Star Labs where they get coffee And then like the police station and then everything else is like, all right, that's like the same building you fought the guy in six seasons ago. Like, why are you still using that building? Oh, I get it. So you can make all the, the, you know, special effects look good. But anyway, AJ, I go to you. We see them running back to the ship. It's this huge spider. It, uh, It is all his family is chasing after Mando and them. AJ, tell me you didn't smirk a little bit. I know you did when the spiders were crawling on Baby Yoda's head. (laughs)
3: I did not smirk at that I'm not (laughs) I'm not a jerk no no I did not
1: no but what it, it was adorable just kind of seeing him go ah get it off me get it off me get it off me um and we seeing um the frog lady kind of blast him off of him um but AJ how how crazy was it um man to try to fight these spiders I really love that.
3: I, I really love how he was struggling, but even under the pressure, he's still a good shot. And I really love that about him. He, it's Overall, you just know he has skills, much like any Mandalorian, even though he wasn't raised, he wasn't like born a Mandalorian into like the Mandalorian Guild, but he was raised to be like him. And you can tell within that scene. I, I really, I really like that.
1: Yeah, no, he definitely showed that there's never any rust. There's never any rust. Um, but obviously, we see the the bugs almost override the ship. We see um, Mando try to get the ship uh, up and going. But we see the big spider jump out of nowhere, land on the front window. Tia, how freaked out were you? See that <coughs> big old spider attacking the ship.
2: I was freaked out. And I will tell you that, again, that's a good... Visuals, because I wasn't expecting it either. Um, as it, it was, it was a nice like dead stop, right? You see Mando going in his ship. Everything looks like oh, maybe he'll find he'll he'll get out of there, right? And then suddenly, like boom, just crashed onto it. I thought that that was good. I really did. I thought that that was a good shocker, and also I was terrified because that's you know ma- again a massive spider like. I, I wouldn't say that I have any sort of, like, arachnophobia, but they definitely give me the heebie-jeebies, so I wasn't happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say, I don't even think it's arachnophobia either, To you, I don't think many people would fare that well uh, if they saw a spider that large.
2: No, that's, like, terrifying. It's, yeah. like, that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, no, it, At it's least so. terrifying. I will say though John at least the spider wasn't like the sand worm creature in the first episode that was spitting like acidic vomit everywhere so yeah. I guess there's a upside
1: I did think that maybe there was a little bit more to the spider than it just being a regular spider but um I, I was fine with it again it was a filler a filler monster a filler episode um so there's not really any any big issues with that but we see uh, Mando get bailed out uh, by the X-wings. Um, they take them out completely. They completely shoot them down, um, and we see that um, you know they're able to, Mando's able to repair the ship, get everything going, and um, start to set course for the planet that they're heading to. Uh, we see Mando let every- <laughs> first of all. I'm looking at the ship here because I told you guys I'm watching it. That ship is is horribly destroyed. Um, but he gets it, he gets it ready to, um, to fly out, and we see the end of the episode. AJ, I saw a lot of people giving Peyton Reed a lot of flack, uh, calling him filler episode Peyton Reed. Um, did you have any, any big issues with, with this episode?
3: Uh, not at all. Uh, I think it's fine to have filler in my episode seasons, whatever. As, as long as it, like, uh, what do you call it? It it helps develop a certain character or a certain moment of that character or characters, which this one actually did. Like I told you before that we got a lot of more information on Mandalorian and his actions towards um the child. We got the child being greedy, but you know, he really does care for um, Den. So, for me, I didn't mind it because it helped um, it helped um, give that bond between the child and Den. So, I, I, was, I was happy with the episode. And to the people that were hating because of those fillers and nothing else, you really don't hate the episode. You just don't like Peyton Reed. I'm gonna have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that that's the.
1: Well, here here's the thing. Um, okay, I, I'll say this. I don't. Uh, if wait, hold on, let me see, so I can justify what I'm about to say. All right, so season one had eight episodes, right? So let's say that this season has the same amount, same amount, only eight episodes. There's no need for uh, a filler episode. I didn't like it last season. Last season's filler episode was when he met Gina Carano's character. That was legit a filler episode. Um, that was an episode that like if someone's watching the season and they're like, Oh man, I missed that episode, you can legit tell them like well you didn't really miss much. Like he gained someone that he trusts. Um that was really the biggest But thing that's I important. Think. That that was no, no, important for the no, overall no, 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 no. series. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying usually filler episodes are to, to kind of piece little things together that are important to the story, yeah, just yeah. not wildly important to the story. I'll give you an example, AJ. If someone's watching Avengers movies, right, and they're like, oh, freak, I can't watch Ragnarok. or I mean, uh, I can't watch um, uh, Infinity War because I missed um, Thor the Dark World. I would tell them, like, that's your equivalent to, like, a filler. Yes. Is it good for the development of Thor and what it does for the storyline?
0: Buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
1: See it? No. No, not at all. Um, like, it, it's not. For yes, you do. Really. No.
2: Yeah, I'm going to yeah, just. Yeah, you agree do. With not, you do. There. Not, not at all. Yes. yes, you okay. do. Yes, if you need, If you
3: really need that development from Thor within Infinity War and Endgame, you need to watch
2: Ragnarok. No, 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 Same
1: no. no, no. Not Ragnarok. With, I said Thor the Dark World.
2: Oh uh, well, okay, well, Thor: I The Dark know. World was crap.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, it's... no, oh, Ragnarok
1: yeah. wasn't. Ragnarok wasn't a filler. Ragnarok was very crucial.
2: Oh, Thor- I think, Thor- think Thor- you said Ragnarok originally. You no, definitely.
1: I I meant Thor: The Dark World. I'm sorry. I meant Thor. The dark. I was
2: like, how dare he commit such blasphemy? Oh, no, no,
1: on- <laughs> no, sorry, but I, I will say people's issue with with fillers are a bit uh, are, are slightly overrated, mainly because Punisher. Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, all had filler episodes. Daredevil season And it two. was annoying.
3: It, it right. was annoying. Daredevil
1: you season know. 2 filler episodes that were like, they weren't bad episodes, but it was just like, what are we doing here? Like, what what is this? <laughs> like, why?
2: I mean, if you're a fan of, say, like, the CW shows, at least half the seasons are filler freaking episodes. That is yeah. why when you know I
3: despise you know. CW. Yeah, I'm not getting into not that.
1: Even- That's not even close to being as honest as you need to be about the CW shows. CW shows have 10 episodes that are like, you got to see them. And then the rest are just filler.
2: Oh yeah. It's like, listen, I,
1: ten you can't miss.
2: I watched the first three seasons of the flash. I was a big fan and I can tell you, you could cut away like uh, 75% of those seasons and you'll be completely fine. Um, I think my thing with The Mandalorian, and I think Juwan, you and I talked about this on the phone the other night, is that I don't mind filler episodes. Anyone who's a fan of Dragon Ball Z is, like, used to filler episodes. It's And as you even pointed out, the Netflix Marvel shows had filler episodes. I would only say that those seasons had 13 episodes, right? um mandalorian i think what only has eight or nine episodes right. it i would and i didn't mind this episode it was a filler and i don't think that's wrong to call it a filler and it's not an insult to call it a filler it's just i would have liked if it was a little more plot driven but it was fine it was a nice filler episode it um you know scared the shit out of me you got a uh, baby yoda being a little shit. And I kind of resented that people were talking shit about Peyton Reed, calling him a filler director. I mean, he's done Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, those weren't filler movies, you know? So I didn't understand where that was coming from. And I think that just shows, like, how quick people are to, like, shit on the Marvel films. (laughs) It's like, you know that they're both owned by Disney, right? I really feel that people sometimes like hate watch these things it's like they hate the marvel sh- movies so they know paint reed's a marvel director and so they're gonna hate watch his episode of the mandalorian yeah
1: i, I okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> did I <they> open <laughs> some doors
1: Reed, i think is a fantastic director but i do consider those ant-man movies fillers but again there's, there's nothing wrong with that
2: well, I, I don't necessarily think Ant-Man and the Wasp was a filler, only because it explained to you what the quantum realm was, something right. that you was, were really going to need in Endgame.
1: Right, but that, that's my point. The movies seem to have been made as just a progression. It's what I consider Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was one big filler. It was purely to explain why she's in the very next movie that we see. Um, so it was just like, hey, rush it. But this is like everyone's like, wait, how did she show up at the end of this? It's like here, here's why. Look, watch this. Um, rather than actually just giving me a story of Captain Marvel. But again, the word filler. There's nothing wrong with that. Dragon Ball Z is at least five hundred thousand episodes of just filler. <laughs> um, so I'm like, there's actually no there, was there
2: was a whole actually there was a whole saga of filler. Um, God, what was it, AJ? The garlic saga, right? Is that what?
3: No, the great Saiyan man saga.
1: Right.
2: That's, yeah, you You have whole sagas that were fillers.
1: (laughs) Dragon Ball Z was so much of a filler. They had to create Dragon Ball Z Kai just to say, hey, if you guys want to enjoy this show without all the buildup, here you go. Um, And I remember seeing Dragon Ball Z Kai, like, no, these kids are so spoiled today you get to sit there and enjoy Dragon Ball Z without all of the filler that we had to sit through week
2: it's like oh you want to see, you want to see the cell games the cell tournament no you're going to have to sit down and go through like 10 episodes of filler before you get there you yeah, want I mean- you want Goku to actually go Super Saiyan against Frieza? You're going to have to sit and wait.
1: <laughs> I legit watched an episode where Goku spent the entire episode and I'm not even lying to you, powering up. And I'm like,
3: yeah, no, and it was greatness when he went Super Saiyan 3. And it took no like four God. episodes, that was <laughs> great.
1: I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm sitting here watching an episode of Tanks, Go Super Saiyan 3 in 4 seconds. But, Goku, I had to sit through six episodes.
2: No, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm like, Come <laughs> on, man i'm sorry no one knows suffering until you because i'm older than the two of you and when toonami was on right and during the frieza saga goku facing against frieza right before he's about to become a super saiyan right and you're like it's finally happening he's finally gonna go up against frieza in the next episode and then you'd like tune in and they'd restart the entire freaking series and all of a sudden it's raditz coming back down to earth and you're like no why god why (laughs) all right no one knows the suffering
1: (laughs) yeah no so i mean again all great things have fillers so i mean that's not the issue and again this was not a bad episode but to me when you're working with eight episodes and you're in your second season every episode should be uh, of crucial importance especially when um, there's so much about uh, this season that has been rumored that we are just eager to see more about, and it's like, don't don't pity Pat. Let let let's take longer strides here with these episodes and 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 hit, get more home runs. What
3: what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing on like Twitter and stuff, people are putting like episode ten and like episode eleven stuff like that and stuff like episode one and two. So I think their thought process is that it's just one whole series all the way through instead of like season one season two
1: it's the equivalent of it's i mean they said they're shooting it like a movie so it's the equivalent of the first season was like the first hour of the movie and we're now getting to like the second hour of the movie in season two so i mean i get this would be the lull of the movie like the part where it's like damn if i had known this was coming i would have went to the bathroom Yeah. Um, You know, so I mean, again, I get it. I get it. I don't have any issues with it. But again, we have to stop as a as a society making fillers seem like it's this ultimate insult. It's not. Some of the greatest things we've ever had are filler based. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But we can't sit here blindly and, and act as if this wasn't what it was, which was a filler. You know, so it's like, it was a filler. You did your job, if that's what you guys were looking to do. But uh, AJ, I told Tia this. I'm curious, does this bother you at all? Because it irks me. I don't like how this series does not have um, trailers for like the the next episodes. It's to me, if I had seen what I was to expect in this episode, part of me would have been like, all right, I don't have to be up at 4 a.m. to watch this. I can watch it later in the day. Um, you know, cause I'm like, if someone had spoiled, like, oh, baby Yoda was eating eggs and they were fighting big spiders, I'd be like, okay, no problem. That's not really a spoiler. Um, but when you don't know what to expect, it's kind of the urgency and I have to watch it before Twitter spoils it for me. And it's like, this was an episode Twitter could have spoiled for me. <laughs> like, there was no huge shock in, in awe in this episode. Um, but does that bother you at all, AJ?
3: What not having trailers for the next episode? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Uh yes and no. Um, for me, the whole this is the issue with me. Um, with like streaming services as a whole. I wish they did their own advertisement stuff. So whatever they're gonna have up next, they should they should advertise on their Twitter page or have like trailers on their streaming service by itself, which I think would be cool. <laughs> Instead of having ra- random advertisements about something about Amazon or something about another streaming service, something stupid like that. But for me, I like waking up early in the morning. <laughs> so it, it's no issue with me personally to get a trailer or not to get a trailer, if that makes sense.
1: No, I mean, it, it, it does make sense. It, it And again, I, I'm not saying the only reason I wake up is to watch The Mandalorian. I'm saying, I don't, I don't, you know, if I had known what this episode was, was going to, you know, entail, I wouldn't have had the urgency to where it was like, I did not even brushed my teeth yet, but I'm about to watch The Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? I would have been like, okay, you know, rest a little bit, wake up eight, nine o'clock, get the day started. And, you know, and I get a moment, boom, watch it, you know, no problem. Um, but when you fear that Twitter's going to spoil something for you, you kind of feel this urgency of, I gotta watch it
3: that also speaks on that another issue the fact that you that any of us get on twitter early in the morning first thing in the morning instead of like what you were saying brushing our teeth or eating is a huge issue on the um all by itself anyway so that that's that but
2: i mean i don't know i like uh waking up and you know looking at my Twitter feed before the reality of having to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's
3: what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly what I'm saying is that we all like to get on Twitter before we do anything else. So
1: oh, th- that
3: I, on its own is is an issue. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I am the complete opposite. If I can avoid being on Twitter, I will avoid being on Twitter. I am I am never rushed to be on Twitter. There is just too much toxic on that uh on that platform for me to rush to it well, um, I'm
3: on it like 24 7 so
1: yeah
2: especially with everything that went on this past week oh my god I was on it like morning noon and night
1: <laughs> um yeah I, I would say with everything going on is why I was avoiding it I, I was seeing a lot more support for a side I don't side with um that I I never knew people felt. Um, and I was like, "Oof, yeah, I got to get off of this." I start <laughs> blocking people.
2: That's why I've been off Facebook this past week because I was like, "Yeah, no." I <laughs> deleted
3: all- my Facebook.
2: <laughs>
1: I saw that AJ. I'm sitting there messaging you, and I'm like, "The person won't receive. Did he block me?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is happening? But yeah, a, a lot he of was like, are on he was like,
2: Facebook. "He was like, goodbye, Chuan." <laughs> yeah.
1: I was nervous for a second. I'm like, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> um, but no, um, we both, we all all three of us enjoyed uh, this week's episode. We're really excited to see what we get from next week's episode, when we're going to get Moth Gideon, when we're going to see. Um, we do see at some point Mando ask uh, for um, his team from last year. He asked for their help. I believe that the reason he asked for their help is – moth gideon at some point cuts him off and steals baby yoda so he needs their help getting him uh getting him back um you know there's been rumors of uh sabine rumors of ahsoka um you know i just i'm ready to start seeing some of this stuff meticulate um obviously you know I, I have the utmost of patience it's why I didn't trash this episode, <laughs> um, but I just, I'm really excited to see all the surprises that were, um, te- or, or that were rumored, um, to see if any of them were actually true, because uh, that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward, forward to in this season, is like, a lot has been said about what to expect on this season, is any of it true though? Um, so that's that's kind of where I hang my hat.
2: And the most important thing is, are we going to see um, Cobb Vanth return? Yes, thank you. I, I agree, Joan, with what you just said. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, I definitely did not say that, but I will never again <laughs> seeing Tim, uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, anytime I can. Um, but, AJ, um, yeah, what, what, what are some of the things you're most looking forward to uh, of this season that, that has been rumored?
3: Well, obviously Ahsoka, who is legit my favorite Star Wars character of all time. So Whoa, really?
1: That.
3: Yes. 100%. When did she make it into that? She was always in it.
1: I thought when we it did was, our list, I thought she was like she was in your top five, but I thought she was like three or four. She was your no, number one. Was,
3: yeah, it's Ahsoka, um Cad Bane, uh Obi Wan. That's three, right? I don't, yeah, I, I forgot to count. Obi Wan. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, Darth Maul and um and not Savage, Asajj.
1: Asajj. Wow. So AJ legit from two thousand and I think it was two thousand and six or seven to like this year was like if not for Clone Wars I wouldn't I wouldn't like anybody. <laughs> Everybody you just named were either created or had their biggest arcs from um the animated series. I wow. rewatched the animated
3: series again like a month ago.
1: <laughs> wow. I did not know. Wow, okay. I didn't know Ahsoka was your number one. I'm wow. Okay, go go ahead. I'm sorry. What what else are you looking forward to?
3: Uh was it rumored that um was it Sabine? Sabine was, no, it wasn't Sabine, yeah. was it? No, it was yeah. Sabine, yeah. I hope we see her in action. Uh, I I'm really looking forward not even in the Mandalorian, but I'm really looking forward to the Bubba Fett series that's um, that oh, yeah, they the are talking about series. coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other rumor is that there's going to be a another spinoff that will focus a lot on the martial arts um, side of Star Wars. And it's going to focus on a female Jedi, I think it was. So I'm excited for that. It, anything, basically. Just give me Baby Yoda and eating some frogs. I'll be excited for it.
0: So.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I do want to say because, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, no, never mind, because he died. Never mind. Never mind. I take that back. Um well, I I'm still But uh, we gonna... we we do
3: know when people die in Star Wars sometimes they come back. So
1: Well no what are I, you gonna I, say? I was just gonna say that um since we know Darth Darth Maul is still alive in this time period, um I would love them to do something with Darth Maul and Savage. Um uh, so
3: honestly, I think Savage. with the so the solo movie that came out a couple years ago, I think they might actually turn that into a spin off series
1: which I I, I want to see the two oh, breaths. Oh, I'm sorry Tia, Go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say I did hear something about that that they were thinking um, even though it wasn't I uh, see I okay, I didn't see solo, right? But I thought it was pretty much like a bomb financially. Well, was. the problem it solo was.
1: face was the problem solo face was one it was rushed. And mm-hmm. two, it made the very poor decision of coming out between Deadpool 2 and Spider-Man um Mm. was it Homecoming I think it might have been Homecoming was the Spider-Man movie but to be fair it made it made a lot of money if this was if this wasn't a Star Wars movie it made great money it just didn't make great money for a Star Wars movie
3: there was was a quote um Ron Howard said he was like it didn't make a lot of money for a Star Wars movie, but it le- it made a lot more money than any of my movies ever made. So right, that's right. a win-win.
1: So, but here's here's the thing, I think that movie should have never been a movie if if they knew they were doing a Disney Plus uh, streaming service.
3: See, that I don't think they one knew one they, they going the were show. going to make it though. I don't think they knew they were going to do a Disney series, which, which
1: is fair. Which is fair, but it definitely deserves uh, life again as a Disney Plus series. Um, I mean, and you could still get all those people back. Nobody that was in that that movie, I think, is too above themselves to do a Disney Plus series. Um, so I'm like, you could legit bring everybody back. Um, and I guarantee you, the numbers, the streaming numbers will be there for that show because a lot more people like that than didn't. Like, I don't know of many Star Wars fans that left that movie going, this was horrible. Um, I know people that maybe weren't that fond of Star Wars movies, maybe the originals and nothing else, and was like, that's not the Han Solo I know. Like, But to real Star Wars fans, it it wasn't bad. Was it the greatest thing? No. But it wasn't bad uh, by any means. And I, Tia, this is a bit of a spoiler for you, but we do see a tease of a certain Sith Lord in there um, that we got a payoff for, AJ, in Star Wars The Clone Wars, the final season. Um, when we see yes, the assembling... <laughs> that ghoul um so to me if you can bring back i know me and aj would i mean disney plus doesn't ask for it but we would give them money for a series if they can give us a series of darth maul that sees the return of both savage and asajj uh you bring back ventress in savage oppressed oh come on take my money are you serious um and we see well the i think savage now, is dead happens. at this point No, he is, but that's why I said, oh, he's dead, never mind. But you were like, oh, dead people can come back. Who was it?
3: Oh, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? (laughs) I take it back
1: then. (laughs) I started this by saying, oh, he's dead, never mind. Adrian was like, oh, he can come back. You know, he can come back. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, sure. Um, But technically, the way Savage was made could be duplicated. Um, So it's not like that's the end of seeing a, a Savage oppressed. So give us a Darth Maul series. Um, give us a Darth Maul series. Hell, give us an Asajj Ventress series. Um,
2: who I would? Who would you want them to to hire as Darth Maul, the guy who voices him on the show?
1: Oof. No, because that's Sam Witwer. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, it depends. I, I'll say this: if he's talking a lot, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want. What was his name? A J. Ray Ray Park. Ray Parker? it was It's Ray something. Yeah, well, I think well which
2: one got in trouble? Ray Did Parker. One of them? Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray Parker got in trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I'm
1: like, because Ray Parker is a great martial artist, so it's like he could pull off visually Darth Maul really well. It's it's It was Darth Maul in the movies, uh, in, in, in Solo, so it's like that's who it was. But I think when you're talking about the voice, you don't get any better than what Sam Witwer was able to do with Darth Maul.
3: See, um, I think we can. You can pull off having two actors playing Darth Maul, one for voice and then one for action.
1: But see, in the live thing, action, AJ, I wouldn't mind if Sam Witwer played Darth Maul, like actually it was the physical embodiment of Darth Maul, because um, they kind of yeah. made his facial structure to look more like Sam Witwer in Rebels. Um, he looked drastically different in Rebels than he did in the Clone Wars series. Um, So I'm like, I I wouldn't be against it. Um, You know, I'm still holding out hope that we get a Force Unleashed Disney Plus series where he can play Starkiller again. Um, But yeah, I, I wouldn't be against that. And if you're doing a show about Asajj Ventress, I would take AJ's fan casting for Asajj. But if you're bringing her into the movies, it should only be Angelina Jolie.
2: Which one is Asajes at the ball lady? Sorry. I, I don't uh, no, You're <laughs> fine.
1: Yeah, that that's who it is to you.
2: That's okay. 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 Cool. cool. All right.
0: Cool.
3: So I, I was actually thinking with um Star Wars, I, I wouldn't mind if they stick with the prequel type setting with the Disney Plus series. And then with the movies, they can just go off. Like it doesn't have to focus on prequels, it doesn't have to focus on Skywalkers or anything else. If they want if they wanted, they can have a separate universe or a separate timeline from the series or just go in a distant future from what the series is doing and has like no connection at all, I would be perfectly fine with that. And and for me, that sounds like a win-win for anybody who is into Star Wars. So
1: Yeah, to me, uh, Star Wars should look to do what um, Marvel is doing. Like, if you had told shareholders five... Maybe even, yeah, five years ago. Hey, our game plan is to kill off our two biggest characters. You would have a lot of shareholders going, cool, I'm going to go ahead and sell. Um, <laughs> you know, but now that you've created so many new characters, um, the world looks bright for them. And you're falling back on bringing back two of the biggest families in the Marvel, uh, in the Marvel world. So I'm like, you know, you've built it to where people can see a future outside of Iron Man and Captain America. So if you're Star Wars, build a future that exists outside the Skywalkers. It's okay. Like, I'll be honest with you. My favorite Star Wars storyline isn't even the Skywalker saga. So it's like, create new. Create new. Give us more Jedi. Give us more lightsaber battles because we haven't had enough of those. Um, and just go all out. Like, to me, AJ, I, I was conjuring up a storyline to where you had it to where the Sith, uh, and I don't mean Sith as in Palpatine and then like an apprentice. I mean Sith as in how they used to have it in um, Knights of the Old Republic, where it was just a, yeah. a, a whole faction of Sith. Have it to be where Sith have taken over and the Jedi are scarce. And it's about rebuilding the Jedi. Um, And, you know, it's one of those things to where it's like Jedi are somewhat outlawed. You see one, you say something, and, you know, it's a public execution. So the planets know we don't tolerate Jedi. Do something like that. Um, Create an all-new character like you did with Kylo Ren um, and just build it that way. There is no Supreme Lord. There's just the head of of, of the Sith, um, you know, and it's a whole Sith faction. And it's about rebuilding the Jedi. I'd love that, you know, where we can get nonstop uh, lightsaber action. We can get deeper into the mythology of the Sith. Um, And it's about finding the holocron uh, crystal to rebuild the Jedi. Boom. There you go. I just created a whole new world for you.
3: One of my criticisms that everybody hates is that Disney tries to follow George Lucas, T for T. And I hate that. (laughs) <laughs> I always say when they say, "Oh, we're inspired by George Lucas." Stop it! Do your own thing with Star Wars.
0: George that Lucas has nothing.
3: Nothing has George Lucas has nothing to do with the franchise anymore. Focus right. on making great content and stop focusing on oh, but George Lucas
2: likes this. George Lucas likes you know. That. You know what?
3: I, it's annoying.
2: I'll agree with AJ really quick, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, John. No, go ahead. Um, like to. Kind of take it to um, another geeky franchise, Star Trek. Um, I watched this whole documentary one time where when the creator of Star Trek, Roddenberry, was alive, there were certain things they really didn't want to do with the next generation, right? And even though the other writers were like, we really think it would be great to go in this one direction, he was like, no, da-da-da-da-da-da. And when he passed away, it kind of gave room for them to you know, go in directions that they really wanted to go in that he was very, like, staunch about not doing. So with Star Wars, it's like, you don't, as AJ just said, you don't need to follow George Lucas. He's he's done in Star Wars. Like, stop being, to me, it's like, you're still not playing, like, without the shackles off, pretty much. Like, unleash yourselves and just go for it.
1: Yeah, to me, George. Lu- I view George Lucas the same way I view Zack Snyder. Um, they were great for what they created, mm-hmm. but their vision was so skewed that you shouldn't take their template and run with it. The biggest thing I-, I say to that is, look at how dark Wonder Woman was, the first Wonder Woman. Look how bright and colorful 1984 is. That's stepping out of the shadow of Zack, which is perfectly fine. Zack had a, a a mindset of killing Batman, like and then creating a Justice League with no Batman. His views were skewed. It's okay to say we appreciated what you did, but we're going in a different direction now, and that's what Star Wars should do. Embrace the fact that you have over five million stories worth of content to create. You don't have to focus in on the one thing that has that has brought star wars to where it is now we're over that now we want new that's why people went crazy when force awakens came out you're looking at kylo new ray new finn new it just felt like we're we're heading to the the next generation of star wars only for them to loop that shit back to skywalker and it was like oh come on and
3: what pisses me off is they have amazing writers Just look at the comic books right now. Most of the comic books right now are amazing. Look at the novels, the Thrawn trilogy right now, even the newer Thrawn novel is amazing. Um, Outside of the canon, you have the um, EU, or not EU, but the um, legends, you have Plagueis, you have Revan, you have just all of these great characters. Yep. And you can make new characters because they have great writers. Yep. They're just not using them to their full potential. And that that pisses me off.
1: I mean, Thrawn should already have his own series. Plagueis should already have his own series. Uh, Revan should already have his own series. There's just, I just, boom, there's characters right there that you could be using um to create their own series for. We don't need movies for everybody. Now that we know series work, just do series for these characters. I haven't told you guys... Bring in Timothy Chalamet and Sebastian Stan, give me, give me that Kylo Ren story. Everybody wants more from Kylo Ren. There wasn't enough. We, we, we barely got to see that character truly become what he should have before reverting back to the the uh, the light side. Um, Timothy Chalamet uh, playing a young Kylo Ren that has just defected from Luke in the Jedi um, and is kind of lost. And we're seeing Snoke try his best to influence him to the dark side um, as Luke is still trying his best to bring him back. That's a perfect story right there where you have Kylo and the Knights of Ren, where Sebastian Stan plays Luke trying to seek out Kylo uh, um, and, and, you know, bring him back to the light side before it's too late. That's brilliant. You could even have it to where, cause Leia was super young at that point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, AJ, she was trained in, in the arts of, of the Jedi. Have Luke and Leia try to bring, um, bring Kylo back. And, you know, they're having to fight Kylo and the Knights of Ren. Boom. There you go right there. That's see, the box office.
3: One of the things that I really wanted from Last Jedi is it was, um what was it? It was Ray and Luke versus, uh, what's his name? Snoke and, um, oh, God, Kylo. I, I would have loved to see that. Um, but they went on to another direction which I actually enjoyed as well. There's multiple ways you can do it and, and it's still be good. But I just think they focus way too much on uh, what would George Lucas want and yeah. what would the fan the fans want. I stop worrying about what they want and just focus on making a good movie. Then people will love it. <laughs> yeah. It's It's not that hard to grasp that, but it is hard to make a great movie. I'm not going to say it's not hard because it is hard. So there's that.
1: Yeah, Tia, um, this was fun. You're really excited for next week's episode, right?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm excited for every episode of The Mandalorian. I couldn't (laughs) wait for this to, you know, come back. Um, Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm pumped. I'm pumped promise
1: (laughs) so yeah you're you're not we haven't talked really that much about your your um how far you go back with star wars but who would you say is your all-time favorite star wars character
2: (laughs) um shit i mean because all right so like that's the uh, who would I even say? Okay, you're going to laugh because it's a, it, I think it's like a new character and it really is just like subjective because the thing is like, I've always... All right. Oh, God. This is so hard. I want to say that I always liked the prequels, which I know everyone shits on. That's fine. You can have your opinion. But I always loved Ian McGregor's um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought that he was like really great in all three of those films and I'm happy that he's getting um his own series i also really like ben Mendelssohn's character from rogue one i thought rogue one was like the best freaking movie like to me that and the mandalorian is just like so top-notch star wars um and darth maul was good like i still think that fight in um the first prequel was like one of the best fights in the star wars franchise um yeah, I wouldn't say that I have, like, a real, like, favorite, favorite um, Mandalorian. I mean, Mando and, like, maybe Yoda probably are really up there as well, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with with, with that take whatsoever. Um, I know way more people that got started into Star Wars with the prequels.
2: I did. So that's the thing. It's, like i told like i've watched that's the thing Is like i've seen the original trilogy when i was a kid because my dad had the vhs tapes and um he was a fan so i have i did watch them but i think maybe i was like too young at the time to really understand them so when the prequels came out like i was kind of in that like early preteen age mm-hmm. and so that's what I like vividly remember and for the time I you know didn't have like the original movies I think in me to sort of hold the candle up or really judge or anything so I liked the prequels like and I say this all the time that because this is before like social media and all that so to me I'm like living in my bubble my bubble going, I really like those. Those were great. And then getting older and going on Twitter and people shitting on. It and I was like, wow, a lot of people hated the prequels and I love them.
1: Yeah. I compare it like this. I, I say, um, let's say you've never seen uh, karate kid, right? Or you saw it and didn't like it, but you got into the world of it watching Cobra Kai.
2: That's compare, absolutely true.
1: I would never yeah. knock somebody if they were like karate kid isn't what got me into this world. Cobra Kai was.
2: Actually, that's me. That's 100% me right now. I did. I watched Cobra Kai and then went and watched Karate Kid.
1: Yeah, to me, it's one of those things where it's like whatever gets you there is what got you there. You know, it doesn't really matter what's like if people someone told me they never watch any of the Spider-Man movies or Fantastic Four or X-Men, but they started with Iron Man. How you got here does not matter. It just matters that you're here. You know yeah, I mean? but
2: there's so many, like, gatekeepers, I feel like. Um, and I call them gatekeepers now. It, it feels really like that that judge you so hard if you didn't start in this, 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 or that or something. You know, it's so toxic and ridiculous. It's like, just let people enjoy what they what's, enjoy.
1: What's stupid about that is some things are generational. If mm-hmm. I set my 15-year-old brother down and made him watch Goodfellas, and he said he hated it. How can I fault him for that? It's just not his kind, or, or even Godfather. It's not something that appeals to him. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where it's just like, you can't fault anyone. You know what I'm saying? I told Joel, I didn't grow up with parents who thought uh, cheesy 80s movies were good. So I didn't grow up on that stuff. I grew up with parents that thought rom-coms and gangster movies were the better way to go. Or Or, or my dad raising me on horror movies. Um, so I've never seen Karate Kid. Don't have any interest. I've never seen a lot of, uh, movies that gatekeepers say you have to see or you can't call yourself a human being. I don't have any interest. Sorry. I, I probably never will. And I would say,
2: I would say if you like Cobra Kai and you've never seen Karate Kid, it's not like worth it. They show you everything you need to know in the show anyway. Like you go, like, have you seen Cobra Kai, John?
1: Uh, A friend of mine, maybe a year ago, um, was like watching it at work. And I think I saw like the first two episodes. But it's it's, it's, it's not my kind of thing. So I just I never really, it never stuck.
2: Well, I'm only going to say that, like, the the fight choreography in Cobra Kai is really good, right? It's, like, very modernized. And then you go back and watch, like, the Karate Kid where they, like, like, they do one kick in it. And they're like, oh, look how talented he is. He's such a karate master. One kick, one punch. And it's like, you're like, what the fuck is this, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, but, yeah, no, you're right, um... I think, as you said, it's just like where you come in. So for me, again, I like the prequels. I like Mandalorian. I like Rogue One. Those are what keeps me in the Star Wars realm. But um, you know,
1: sad I- about you saying that is neither one of them have what I what I uh, deem to be the biggest and best recipe for Star Wars. Which is lightsaber
2: battles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My two favorite are the ones where there's no Jedi or Sith. Well, okay. uh,
2: Let me point out two things. Let me point out two things really quick. See, that's why I like the prequels. Because I think that their lightsaber battles are fucking epic. Especially, again... That first one between um, Obi Wan, Darth Maul, and Qui Gon Jinn was just so good. Like I loved all of that. That I feel that maybe they didn't have the ability to do in the original trilogy. Um, And I think to me, with Rogue One, I feel like it's the I feel like it's the best uh, Darth Vader. scene to me like when i was when i watched rogue one for the first time i was like oh my god this is like a horror movie right now this is so good at the end when they finally introduce him and he just slays all of those guys oh wow that was really good and and again i've seen i have now seen i think all star wars stuff except for solo and except for the animated series in its entirety and i can tell you that i think that that's the best like oh and i haven't Seen Return of the Jedi. Sorry, not Return of the Jedi. Sorry. Um. Oh God, The Last Skywalker. That one. Whatever that one was. The one that just Rise came. Of Skywalker. out Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of the Skywalker. I didn't see that one, but I will tell you that I think that Rogue One is like the best Darth Vader ever.
3: Uh, see, with me, in with my me, opinion, with with me, the prequels is all over the place. But we're not going to get into that. The fight choreography for its time i think it's amazing
2: mm-hmm.
3: but now it is like you can tell like it's overly choreographed like
2: well it's all it's all like a progression right like the prequel fights were better choreographed than the ones that came out in the 80s yeah. right but the prequels, right. Right, but the ones that just came out with Kylo Ren and everything were better choreographed than the prequels, right? So it's, just, it's like all the progression just getting better, you know?
1: Well, here's the problem I have. None of the three sets of sagas have done a great job really fleshing out how skilled people are with a lightsaber, mm-hmm. actual fight uh, choreography. That's why I said we need a movie where the focus is just... Jedi as a whole and Sith as a whole where they can just go all out with, with the fight choreography because when you're paying too much attention to a story um, like when you saw Rey and Kylo fight what I hated about it was Kylo up until Rey uh, came about hadn't really fought that many Jedi so he didn't really have that much of need to be this super skilled fighter right so it was like and then you know Rey kind of just boom, I'm a Jedi now. And she didn't have all that much training. So you never really got to see Kylo at his height versus Rey at her height. Um, it was just kind of both like two novice uh, Jedi or Sith kind of fighting each other. You saw Obi-Wan that wasn't as skilled as he became uh, facing off against a-, a Darth Maul that was still pretty young in, in-, in his um, in his time as being a Sith Lord. So it was just one of those things where it's like, we have yet to seen, uh, to see, sorry, A Jedi at his height versus a Sith at his height. And when we get that to you, because me and AJ have read these in books, we've seen it in the cartoons, you will get the best possible choreography that you have ever seen from that. But we're just waiting for that moment to happen.
2: Well, maybe we'll see it in the Obi-Wan series, you know, because... At
1: that time, Obi-Wan, unless they bring in Darth Maul, Obi-Wan just didn't come up against any other Sith in his time of, of, of hiding. So it's like, unless he fights like an alien who's super advanced in ways of, of fighting or something, I just, I, I don't see it being there. It legit has to in a story where the focus isn't on one particular character, where you can kind of get on, it flesh itself out.
3: Honestly, if, even if we didn't get Jedi, I would love to see non-Jedi or anything else have a lightsaber and fight with it. Um, we did get um, Chiru, who was um didn't have the force per se, um, but he knew how to fight perfectly. Right. Also, if you watched, um, oh, what was it? The Old Republic, Knights of the Eternal Throne. Mm-hmm. That right there perfectly like encapsulates what you should you should do in fight sequence with um, Jedi, Sith, or non-Jedi characters with the lightsaber or staff or anything.
1: I don't I don't mind that. I thought the guy from um what do you, uh, what did, what did he say? um uh, Rogue One. I was really hoping Donnie Yen's character would like extend his staff and it was like a dual lightsaber. Uh, that was that's cool. what I was hoping for. Um so I'm like I'm with you AJ. I don't need them to necessarily specifically be Jedi or Sith. Um I could have a main character that finds a a lightsaber um, doesn't have any any of the force, or maybe doesn't know that he does, hasn't unlocked it yet, and is just a really skilled fighter who now just happens to have a lightsaber. Um, I'm completely okay with that; that that's fine. But we just need to see John Wick level jet, uh, lightsaber battles. That that's what I want, and that's I have agreed.
2: I have a quick question for you Star Wars geeks out there before we wrap up. Um, I've been seeing these things where they're saying, oh, um, they could, because you know we're getting a Cassian Andor series, and they're saying we can. Ex- they could possibly extend his story, yada yada. It's like, how is that possible? We saw him die at the end of Rogue One. Like, everyone died.
1: Well, I, I thought this was a prequel series.
2: Well, it is, it is. It is a prequel series, but then I was seeing reports that, like, even after that, what if it could, like, extend? And I'm like, unless you magically bring him back from the dead.
1: Well, if it's a prequel, you can extend up until the point where he met, uh, what's-her-name and then died. (laughs) You can extend that, but outside of that, I mean, to be fair, also, I mean, I guess if Star Wars wanted to be creative with it or not even really creative, just cliché, we didn't see them die. We saw it as it as it was coming towards them, and then it was just, like, this really bright light. Obviously, they, they died, but if they wanted well, to- Well, if,
2: if that's the case, then we need Daddy Mendelssohn back, because then we didn't technically see him die either, so.
1: I mean, literally- if they
3: didn't, they're didn't die from half, that, they are legit gods.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, AJ, somebody would argue, somebody would argue Darth Maul got cut in half and should have died and didn't, so it's like Star Wars can, I guess, if they really wanted to pull it out. Yeah,
3: but Darth Maul got cut in half. That the entire planet got exploded. <laughs> Even if they did survive, they wouldn't be able to breathe in space.
1: No, but instead of the Dragon Balls, they had the Star Wars balls, and they oh, brought him oh, back okay, to life. Okay, fair right, enough. Fair that. enough. Um, but no, yeah, it's, yeah, you can extend his story as long as it, you know, it ends right when he meets her. Um, yeah. because right after that, they die. So. Not much else you can extend to that. Um, So whoever's saying that, just be aware that you did die. Um, um, So, yeah, that's probably where it should end. But, um, guys, this was an awesome review. We really geeked out here with Star Wars. That's why I love, love talking Star Wars with aj and tia we're gonna get you into these uh cartoon series girl
2: well so the thing That's is cool. let me tell you let me tell you really quick when the cartoon series the the one that just ended the clone wars right The yeah. like okay um when that first came out i was watching it like on did it come out on like cartoon network or something originally yeah, right yeah, okay i was watching yeah So, I was watching it originally on Cartoon Network, and I was, like, really into it, and I think then it maybe took a hiatus, and I stopped watching it or something. But I remember I thought it was, like, really cool, so I just never continued with it. But I saw, like, people were heartbroken when it ended. I saw, like, gifts and everything, Um, so, you know.
1: It, it, It didn't end because, like, the story was done or because, like, it wasn't doing good numbers for Cartoon Network. It ended because it got acquired by Disney and Disney wanted to create its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was still very freshly within the, the rights of Cartoon Network. So they created something completely different that had a whole different feel, different animation. I still don't like how thin Rebels lightsabers were. There's everything about it. Like, I didn't watch Rebels so um, more recently because I was so angry that it replaced Clone Wars. Um, so, you know, to me, I was one of those people that was heartbroken. I was more heartbroken over Star Wars ending than Young Justice. Um, cause it was just too good. It was so good. It made you care about things that George Lucas just bypassed in, in his, uh, in his prequel movies, like the clones. No one gave a shit about the clones watching the prequels, but when you watch Star Wars The Clone Wars and they put names some of the, the, the faces you're like oh man like I feel for fives I feel for Rex I feel for Cody um, it, it's just different you know um, and there were secondary characters that, that you cared about uh, well I won't call Ahsoka a secondary character um, but Ahsoka, Asaj Ventress uh, Savage to a point Darth Maul coming back it just did so many good things that filled in blanks that we needed to make those prequels even better or for some even, you know, just makes sense. Me and AJ were saying in, in our Star, War, uh, Star Wars Saturday episode that this last season filled in so many blanks for Revenge of the Sith. Why? Because you were able to expand on a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, so, I mean, it just, it, it, it was a perfect kind of compilation of what we kind of didn't get. Um, but I would say to you, dig back into it. I would even tell you, for a while, it took maybe AJ till around season three for me to think Clone Wars was better than the original Star Wars Clone Wars animated series that uh, had a samurai. It was uh, its animation was samurai Jack esque, mm. uh, and it was not a lot of talking to it. Like remember how samurai Jack just didn't really talk in many episodes? Yeah, that's how that Star Wars show was. It was legit just action. Um, and it was just so good. Um, But again, it lacked in story. That's where Star Wars The Clone Wars kind of just advanced itself. Um, But yeah, make sure you definitely at some point dig back into that. It's such a great series, and it's so emotionally driven. Um, You'll you'll definitely, you'll you'll side with AJ on Ahsoka being one of your favorite characters, I promise you. I definitely promise you on that. Um, AJ, you never cease to, to amaze me, man. I, I completely forgot that you said Ahsoka was your number one. Um, uh, that That's huge, man. She's in my top five, but I don't know if anyone will ever be over um, Kylo Ren. Unless they make Force Unleashed Cannon, then Starkiller is right back up top where he belongs for me. Um, but, yeah, Kylo will always be high on my list, especially if I can get Timothy Chalamet to play him. Oh.
2: <laughs> you and Timothy I Chalamet, man. Telling you
1: this right now, I will never mention Ben Affleck as Batman again if I can get Timothy Chalamet as Kylo. ren Well,
2: that what was that's 100% no, a lie.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's
2: what's not. wrong? What's wrong with um Adam Driver as Kylo Ren?
1: He's talking
3: about a younger, younger.
1: Oh, yeah. a younger yeah. version of him, not replacing him, just a younger version.
2: Aren't they? I mean, Adam Driver isn't that old. He's like 30.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying I want it to be a prequel series. Oh, uh, okay, I don't necessarily want Adam Driver to be in the prequel series. I'd rather Timothy Chalamet, mainly because Timothy Chalamet looks like a younger Adam Driver, definitely prettier. Um, but
2: you take that back. You take that back. Adam Driver's (laughs) gorgeous. Never take that back. You You take take that back.
1: Timothy Uh, Chalamet was definitely crafted. Like we were all just born, like like modern slop, and he was definitely crafted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's too pretty. He's like too conventionally pretty. Like
1: wait, time out. Time out. I'll even go a step further, guys. If Timothy Chalamet is Kylo Ren, this will be the one time in history. I'll never need a mask. You'll never
2: have to put the helmet on. Oh, okay. Okay. Right Juwan Ju- 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 is just throwing all of his rules out the freaking window. with the, right in the the garbage. I don't
1: even care. Um, but, guys, this has been a great episode. AJ, thank you so much for joining. I, I spun this on you uh, uh, last minute. But thank you for joining, man. Always good to talk stuff. You are welcome. Um, Tia as always great review and breakdown this episode like we said to you didn't have much so bringing in AJ and kind of expanding it to talk more Star Wars was definitely the best thing for this episode because me and you were saying like this will probably be a short episode it was a short, yeah. not really much to break down um but as always you got three of the best talkers on the planet
2: and um, you guys do a really good job speaking about Star Wars in a way that doesn't feel angry or anything because you have a lot of Star Wars fans that are angry and you know hostile and and that's just the truth of it right I mean we see it online and it's like we can have civil discussions about Star Wars and it makes someone like me want to be more of a Star Wars fan
1: to me Tia anybody that does not know fully of anything um, that is, is what I love and that that are interested to know more about it, I love that. I love 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 that. Um, so I'm never, I'll never be a fan of anything. And someone asks me a question, I kind of like look down on them. No, any chance I get to talk Star Wars with somebody that that's looking at it from a new lens, um, I, I I revel in it. So to me, there's not much about Star Wars that'll get me angry enough to spew hate. Um, outside of the fact that they killed Kylo, like that—that that was all. <laughs> been-
3: no, Pick-up. Kylo was, is never dead. Ben died, but not Kylo. Just saying.
1: Well, if we can find a way to leave Ben dead and bring back Kylo, I- I'll definitely be for that. But I do remember watching the end of that movie. Like, so after all this, you let Ray live. Okay, all right, I got you. Cool. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Not a problem. You let you let Ray live
3: sound like a red
2: hater to me. Yeah, John, you sound like one of those guys that in the middle of the movie theater would have uh, walked up and got out when she said "Ray Skywalker.
1: No, you know what's funny? I I didn't mind that. My my only issue (laughs) with her saying she was a Skywalker now was, um, you're lying. Yes,
2: that's not true. <laughs> I
3: loved it, and it's not. the truth. It, she did not lie. She did not lie. She was raised by Leia and Luke, so it was AJ, not a so She odd. was
1: a grown ass woman. In the, doesn't in matter. Does Does doesn't matter.
3: Does not <laughs> matter. Does not matter.
1: She was not raised. She was. She was a grown woman. But I will say, I, I get it. it. It sounds a lot better than going. What's your full name, Ray Sidious? Like, I, I get it. I, I, I. Well, I mean,
2: not for nothing, right? Um, Juwan, this is actually works in your favor. And I'll tell you why. Right. So if Ray could get adopted at in the full grown adult age by Leia and Luke, that means you can get adopted at a full age by like and Jolie, what you've always wanted.
1: No, 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 no. See, I changed my mind. I don't want Oh, Angelina. you changed your mind? I don't want Angelina to adopt me. I want Ben and Anna de Armas
2: <laughs> to, uh, to well, adopt me. Well, see, there you go. See, so you can get adopted at the, f- you know, a full adult grown age and become uh, Juwan Affleck or uh, Juwan Anna de Armas hyphen Affleck. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. That's, better. That's, better.
1: <laughs> that's a lot better. And then, like, I can, like, drool over her and people be like, dude, that's gross. That's your mom. No, it's not. She adopted me. That's not my real mom. That's still no, no. That's so gross.
2: No, that's, gross. No, that's your adopted mom. mom. That's your adopted mom. No, see, Jawan, you you're missing the point now. You missing the point now. There's no help. I tried to help you here, but no, there's. Was,
1: look, if if Anna became my my adopted mom, I would find a way to justify that. Are you serious? And You want me to live in that household, and not be madly in love with her? Well, Are you you, you put yeah. you
3: into that situation, so you're gonna have to take that yeah
1: away.
2: yeah it's either it's either get adopted by them or you know be in love with on it's not both or you try i guess to like split them up which be really not nice of you juan at all I but would, you look, try if, and save them up
1: if i had even remotely close to ben's looks i would 100 percent break them up and not even feel remotely bad. <laughs> i wouldn't even feel even close to being bad about it but no one, she was like, "You don't have any of his muscles." I would go, "Yeah, yeah, fair point."
2: Auntie Armas is gonna listen to this and get a restraining order on you.
1: As she should, as she should, as she should. <laughs> they should be writing it up right now. Um, but this has been another episode of GV in Review, Mandalorian episode uh, two of season two, titled Chapter Ten. We will see you guys next week for episode uh, three probably titled chapter 11, um, but we will see you guys next week for an all new review and breakdown of an all new Mandalorian. AJ, thank you. Tia, thank you. Till next time.
0: See ya. Adios. Adios. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.